Stop 8. Canal. Now, leaving the uh, foundation stone for the jail behind us, we walk towards the canal. On our right is a very imposing warehouse, and the bridge in front of us is Molesworth Bridge. Now, when we say Molesworth, most people think of Molesworth Street in Dublin, which is right in... When you see all the protests in Dublin going to Dáil and people gather in Molesworth Street, it's the very same family. The Grand Canal is completed as far as Phillipstown in 1796. Now, when we look at the Grand Canal, it's remarkably deceptive. You almost think it's, it's a natural feature. It blends in so well with the landscape. But in fact, it is a wonderful piece of engineering. It starts in 1756, just outside Dublin, and 40 years later, just 40 years of work, it has only advanced about 45 miles as far as Phillipstown. In March 1796, there were plans to open the channel and let in the water, but it was delayed because the contractor for masonry work on the Molesworth Bridge, the bridge at Dangan, uh, for some reason or other, decided to build the bridge totally different in direction to the plans given to him. Quickly, however, the abutments and the trackways were realigned, the bridge was completed, and the name Molesworth Bridge was put on a lovely sort of plaque that you can still see. And, of course, this was all in deference to the local landlord. The plaque is to be seen on both. It's on both sides of the bridge. So if you go down to the water level, if you walk under the bridge, and the lovely graceful arch that uh, greets you, if you look up at either side of the bridge, you'll see Molesworth Bridge, 1796. The following year, 1797, a substantial inn was built, and this still stands virtually intact, overlooking the modern jetty, which bears the the inscription Dangan, 2000. In that year also. Arthur Kavanagh was appointed collector. The fares at the time from Dublin to Phillipstown were for a stately cabin, nine shillings and two and a half pence. For a common cabin, five shillings and one and a half uh, pence for a journey of just 48 miles. Uh, Contemporary accounts would indicate that this was rather expensive. And just a little bit more there about the boats. Uh, Again, we're going back to Pickett's uh, Great Directory, 1824. Two passage boats on their way uh, arrive in Dangan daily, one at nine in the morning, the other at 11 at night. And they pass on for Tullamore, one at half past six in the evening and the other at two in the morning. So you get the impression there that travel was 24 hours a day and uh, you, you spent, literally spent the full day going from Dublin to uh, the Shannon. Uh, we may not uh, understand it now, but the, the, the canals at the end of the 18th century were more or less the, the motorways of the time. Uh, there are various references to boats travelling at the remarkable speed of four miles an hour, and every town was anxious to have the canal. Lord Downsharing in Edenderry sponsors his own branch line. And then after Phillipstown, the canal goes on to Tullamore. And at that stage you have the um, 1798 rebellion. But when that is finished, there's huge debate among all the politicos of the time as to where it will go from Tullamore. Will it go to Parsonstown or Bar, or will it continue to West Offaly? Everybody was very anxious to have the Grand Canal coming to their town. So Dangan was very lucky to get it in 1796, and it did help to keep the town prosperous until the latter half of the 19th century. We'll cross the bridge 
and over to the front gate of the reformatory.